a treatise how by the word of god christian men's alms ought to be distributed by martin Busser. this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. matthew six when thou givest thine alms let not the trumpets be blown before thee as hypocrites do in their synagogues and streets to have praise of men to the reader because in these days like as not many years since many lusty and sturdy persons be suffered to beg men counterfeiting horrible diseases and infirmities sit by the common ways craving alms diverse go about westminster hall and other places with gloves under pretence to gather for the marriage of poor maidens but indeed to have wherewith to couple with harlots or to riot at dice and some crafty hypocrites no friars in coats but more subtle than friars in manners under colour to relieve and maintain orphans poor widows poor scholars and other gather much but put all into their own purses or bestow little and that after their own fantasy and not indifferently to every one as his need requireth and god's word prescribeth and so by all these means and many other good men's charities be utterly abused i thought it very necessary to set forth in english the mind and opinion of the reverend father and excellent clerk master martin Busser, touching the right giving and distribution of alms and provision for the poor declared in his book entitled de regno christi made for the most blessed king edward which if good people will follow no doubt but all these kind of subtle thieves shall be forced to give over their occupation and hypocrisy itself will shortly lose one of the principal feathers of her wing and if they will not let them take heed that whilst they go about with their painted charity to get a little vainglory they purchase themselves at length by maintaining the lewd everlasting damnation but i have a good hope that many err by ignorance who being rightly instructed will show themselves conformable to god's will and do as he commandeth whereby they may find at length his merciful favour farewell the order of the provision for the poor almighty god that setteth up the humble and pulleth down the proud that giveth riches and taketh it away plainly commandeth his people that they should not suffer any to lack among them which commandment the primitive church of christ at jerusalem kept with all reverence and devotion whereby was such abundance of alms given by good men as relieved every man's necessity and so among them there was not one that was not provided for afterward that this provision and gathering for the poor might be the better looked unto and continue the apostles inspired with the holy ghost by consent of the whole congregation appointed to that ministry seven men of honest report and fame full of the holy ghost and wisdom on whom they laid their hands for a sign of their admission and so this ordinance and provision for the poor was very devoutly observed till antichrist with his floods of wickedness overflowed the church of christ those that were called to that holy ministry were named the deacons of the church who albeit they ought to be assistant to the elders of the congregation in the conservation and execution of the discipline of christ and the administration of the sacraments yet their chief office and duty was to keep the names of the poor in the congregation of the christians to know every man's life and behaviour and the common alms of the faithful to distribute to every one as much as was sufficient for his necessary relief for those that may get their living by their labour and travail and will not ought to be put out of the church he that do thee not labour let him not eat saith the apostle 
since then it is the commandment of god to relieve the poor and needy and to see that none lack all such as mind fully to receive the kingdom of christ ought to labour earnestly that this ordinance be restored into christ's church for those that have the goods of the world and see their brethren lack and have not compassion on them the love of good doth not dwell in them and so also neither the kingdom of christ is in them and all those that hear christ and the holy ghost will endeavour and labour to ordain and do all good things in such order and manner as they know the lord and the holy ghost hath appointed and since it is manifest that god earnestly forbade that his people should suffer any to beg among them and that his goodness also ordained that the poor should be looked unto by certain chosen men in the church and that good men's devotions should be distributed to every needy person as his necessity requireth it is without all doubt that all those pray without devotion let thy kingdom come which to their power do not bestow all their endeavour that this manner of providing for the poor be restored into the church which the lord himself commanded and the holy ghost in the primitive church ordained by the which means it shall be prevented that these wicked begging houses and subtlety of hypocrites shall not take from the needy members of christ the alms that is due to them nor ambition of man's praise and thanks nor vainglory shall defile the right office of alms which evil how much it ought to be eschewed christ very plainly taught when he commanded so to give alms as the left hand may not know what the right hand doth this may best be done if every man put into the common chest or box of the church to the use of the poor as much as he may spare of that god giveth him for when every man himself will distribute his own alms first the institution of the holy ghost and the lawful communion company and fellowship of saints is broken besides the alms due to the little ones of christ and so to christ himself is given oftener to the unworthy than to the worthy for every man cannot know and try such poor people as he meeteth suddenly and also such as be not meet to have alms come better instructed to beg yea as it were to wring out the alms of a man's purse with painted words than those to whom it only ought to be given moreover when a man giveth alms with his own hand he doth hardly put out of his mind the desire of men's thanks and vain praises which vain reward when he receiveth of men he may not seek for the true and perfect reward of god and finally when it is most certain that such as give themselves wilfully to the trade of begging be given and bent to all mischief what other things do they that nourish them than maintain and increase the greatest pestilences and destructions of a commonwealth wherefore all such as have wisely written how commonwealths should be well governed have thought that such persons were not to be suffered in a commonwealth and certainly men ought to be ashamed and lament when this right manner of provision for the poor is restored in many countries which yet be under antichrist such as vaunt they have received the gospel of christ and profess to be of his kingdom be slack to restore it yea be hinderers of it seeing it is an ordinance of christ's religion so necessary and so wholesome to conclude whosoever doth not carefully endeavour as much as he may to restore this holy ordinance of the provision for the poor as the lord hath commanded and the holy ghost ordained he doth plainly bear witness of himself that he doth not indeed know nor perfectly desire christ and his kingdom how much soever in words he boasts of christ and his kingdom the means to restore into the church the right kind of giving and distribution of alms and provision for the poor 
it is most requisite that all magistrates and governors that desire the promotion of the kingdom of christ and the wealth of those they govern do procure that this godly provision for the poor and needy be restored even as the holy ghost hath set forth unto us in the second fourth fifth and sixth of the acts of the apostles for without it there can be no true fellowship or communion of saints this may be done after this sort first that every church have his deacons for the provision and oversight of the poor as before is said men of good report and full of the holy ghost and wisdom and so many of them as the multitude of the people and of the poor shall require their office is contained in these points first they ought to make diligent search how many poor indeed be in every congregation that ought to be provided for by the congregation for it belongeth to all congregations of christ not only not to maintain lewd persons in their wicked idleness but also to banish them their company who when they may by their own honest labour maintain themselves will not labour but live inordinately consuming the sustenance that is due to the needy and poor of christ and against such persons this rule is to be kept he that laboureth not let him not eat that commandment also of the holy ghost touching widows ought to be expounded also of all needy if there be any faithful man or woman saith the holy ghost that hath widows let him provide and minister unto them and let not the congregation be burdened that they which are right widows may have enough so likewise those that have any needy under them whether they be their kinsfolks servants or otherwise joined to them by any special cause ought to minister to such persons necessaries for their livings if they be able to do it and to spare the congregation as it may be the better able to maintain and keep those that have no kinsfolks masters or friends that will or can provide for them all men's minds ought to be moved with this fearful judgment of the holy ghost if there be any man that doth not provide for his own and specially for them of his own household the same hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel for unto those that god hath by any special means joined together this the second principal commandment wherein all the law is contained and fulfilled doth chiefly belong thou shalt love thy neighbour as thyself for those whom god coupleth and joineth together by the band of kindred affinity household or any other particular means he maketh them thereby above all other neighbours one the first point then of the office of the deacons of the poor is that they make diligent search who lack indeed and be not able to relieve their own lack then who counterfeit a need or with idleness and riot make themselves needier and finally who have such neighbours that can or do take the care to provide for them such as the deacons shall find that neither can get their own living nor have of their neighbours that do relieve them their names with the manner of their need and behaviour they ought to write in a particular book and certain times to visit them and to call them unto them that they may the more certainly know how well and virtuously they use the alms of good people and what things from time to time they need for as nothing will suffice the wicked and lewd neither have they any measure or truth in begging so the good and shamefast do cover and dissemble their need and think everything too much that is given unto them by the congregation but the holy ghost hath appointed and ordained the manner and end of distribution of alms that none should lack and every one should have as much as is sufficient for his honest relief and who cannot see even by this one thing how necessary it is for congregations to have such deacons for the poor that not rashly but most diligently search out and certainly know the state of every one that asketh the help of the congregation whether and what thing he lacketh and how much is to be given to every one for his necessary relief besides whether they have any friends that be able and ought to relieve them for such ought by the congregation to be forced to relieve their own and thereunto 
as in the execution of the rest of the discipline, the deacons ought to be assistants to the ministers of the word and elders. 2. The other point of the office of deacons is to keep whatsoever cometh to the church for the use of the poor, and thereof to distribute to every one that needeth as much as shall suffice to live a godly life in the Lord, and to keep a perfect account of their doing, which they must yield to the ministers of the word and the elders, procuring, after the example of the apostle, honest things not only before God, but also in the sight of all men. Wherefore the Holy Ghost requireth that such deacons should be of good report among the people of Christ, for as men be desirous of money, so upon the least occasion they suspect evil of such as have the distribution of common money. Besides the poor that have not learned by the Spirit of Christ to be contented, whether they have plenty or do suffer need, be very suspicious and full of complaints, and therefore that such deacons should be of the greater authority among the people of God, and the better credit given unto them, the ancient churches appointed unto them the next degree after the elders, and admitted them to be aiders in the holy ministry of the administration both of the word and also of the sacraments. And he Christ made this office, as he did all other ministries, nothing at all, but to serve for a vain pomp, as at this present day there be very few that think the deacon's office to be any other thing than to serve the bishops and priests at mass, and to read the gospel, which things were appointed to this office only at the first, that, whilst they provided for the poor, and did help to execute the discipline, they should be of the greater authority, and have the more credit among the people of God. For the oversight of the possessions belonging to the churches, and to gather the fruits, revenues, and rents of those things that were given for the relief of the poor, certain were appointed, who were called subdeacons and bailiffs, that the deacons might first give themselves to the right distribution of such things as were gathered for the relief of the poor, so as every one might have what was convenient indeed to live to the Lord, then to see that those that were relieved by the congregation did live to serve God, and finally to further this discipline among other Christians, whose life and behaviour they ought the better know and try by the reason of gathering relief for the poor. This kind and manner of gathering and distribution by the deacons and subdeacons was observed till and in the time of Gregory, the bishop of Rome, as appeareth in many his epistles. And albeit the deacons of the church be never so honest and wise, yet can they not provide for the poor, unless they have wherewith to distribute to the poor, and therefore it belongeth to the magistrate to see that churches have sufficient to relieve the poor. In time long past, the fourth part of all revenues that either belong to the spirituality by their possessions, or came to it by good men's gifts and oblations, was taken for the relief of the poor. Besides, many virtuous princes and good men made hospitals and houses for the relief of the poor, some for such as were whole of body, and some for such as were sick, some to keep infants, and some to comfort strangers and banished men. But all these, in continuance of time, through the wicked monks and priests, were converted from those godly uses, and turned to the maintenance of their own bellies, pleasures, and pride. They passed neither of the founders' good minds, nor the laws of magistrates, but blinded poor men, making them believe that more profit should come both to quick and dead, if those godly arms were bestowed on masses and such like ungodly trish-trash. Then, if Christ therewith should be fed in the hungry, refreshed in the thirsty, comforted with lodging in strangers and the harbourless, clothed in the naked, and visited in the sick and imprisoned. Wherefore it is the part of good magistrates to provide that such things be brought to their right uses. And besides it is convenient that some taxes be set on rich spiritual promotions for the relief of the poor, instead of the fourth part of their revenues, which by so many canons was limited to the use of the poor. 
moreover that those that be not worthy to have the arms of the church and of good men should take it from those that be worthy and indeed needy good magistrates ought to renew and put in execution that law of god and of the emperor valentinian which forbiddeth that any man be suffered to beg and commandeth that those that be able to labour should be forced to labour and that such as be not able to labour should be kept as our brethren and members every one in the congregation where he dwelleth and that this may be the better done commandment ought to be given that every man maintain such as be of his own household or otherwise properly joined to him if he be able and that every city town and village do maintain such poor people as their friends be not able to keep and not suffer them to wander abroad and because it may be that some town or village is so poor that it is not able to relieve all the poor thereof that such also be not left unprovided it is very requisite that in every shire certain godly and spiritually wise men be appointed who may send such poor people from the places where they cannot be relieved to such congregations where they may be sufficiently relieved for all we christians be together members by the which name the congregations of the gentiles in the time of st paul and at his exhortation did confess that it was their duty to relieve the congregations in jewry that suffered great hunger and famine furthermore because through our corrupt and always disobedient nature to god we continually loathe the ordinances and commandments of god and after our own lust and fond judgment we desire to follow other means and ways than god hath appointed there will be some that notwithstanding this most holy provision for the poor will not put their arms into the common chest or box of the lord but will rather give their arms with their own hands if they be minded to give any at all such men's pride must be met with not only by a law of the magistrate but also by the discipline of the church by a law to make them give double to the lord's chest if they be found to give anything privately to the needy and by the discipline of the church that if any give nothing into the lord's chest he be warned of his duty by the ministers of the church according to the word of god whose admonition if they stubbornly contemn that they be taken for ethnics and publicans for albeit if it be left to every man's will to offer to christ his lord to those of his little ones as much of his goods as he will yet no man may be suffered contrary to the express commandment of god to come always with an empty hand into the presence of the lord and utterly to despise the ordinance of the holy ghost for the provision of the poor yea as much as in him lieth to subvert it by his private distribution of alms and here will man's wisdom which always vaunteth itself above god's object that it is unnatural that men's hands should be shut to the faithful that they may not give at their pleasure to such as they perceive indeed to lack for a man shall find among the poverty very good men who be ashamed to ask the alms of the church have they never so great need hereunto this is to be answered first that no man's hand is so shut by this law but that he may open it to whatsoever poor he will and is able but by this law according to god's commandment and the ordinance of the holy ghost this is prevented that the children of god may not giveth the enemies of christ these that either lack not or else be wilfully in need those things that they owe to the little ones of christ which lack indeed for it is not possible as i said before that any private man should so certainly search out the disposition of the poor as those that be appointed to that office by the church and daily be exercised with all diligence therein and god doth not keep his gifts and increase of his holy spirit from such as he hath chosen and called to so great ministries of his church 
besides admit that every man knows certainly his needy neighbours yet it is far better that every man send such poor people that ask his relief be they never so holy and virtuous to the deacons of the church to receive of them for otherwise others shall take example by him to distribute also their own alms and so oftentimes to such as they know not and be not worthy of christ's alms who can beg more boldly and craftily than the poor indeed we ought to take wonderful heed lest the least hole in the world be opened to our natural pride to be wise against god and to swerve a hairbreadth from his commandments and ordinances either to the right hand or to the left if any be ashamed to go gladly to the whole company and ministry of the deacons let him declare his poverty to one of the deacons or if he be loath to do this then let such as know his need and godliness show it to the deacons and get necessary relief for him notwithstanding no christian man be he fallen from never so great riches to poverty from never so high degree to the lowest ought to be ashamed of the cross of christ and the wholesome remedy that god hath provided much less ought christian men be loath to receive relief of their need at the lord's hand by the ministry of his church by whose most just and no less wholesome judgment for them they be come to such poverty and base degree of life howbeit it pertaineth to the deacon's office not only to have respect to every man's poverty but also of the weakness of their minds and with such wisdom and liberality to help every man's necessity that they lay on no man troubled with poverty the trouble also of shame nor that they bring any that have in time past been well and liberally maintained to such scarcity and scantness of meat and clothing as they be not able to suffer albeit such relief were sufficient to another that hath been so used the commandment of the holy ghost ought in this point to be considered that there be so much given to every one as is necessary to lead a good and godly life and it is manifest that as all men be not of like strength of body nor have been brought up after one kind of living so some ought to have more some less some finer some coarser meat apparel and other necessaries which thing st gregory considering when the noblemen and women were spoiled by the lombards he gave unto them very liberal pensions for their relief of the goods of the church and therefore christian magistrates ought to make this law first that no man be suffered to beg but that every man do maintain and keep his own household kindred and allies if he be able to do it the judgment whereof ought to pertain to the ordinary magistrate and that such as be destitute of such help be maintained by the city town village or congregation where they dwell if any city town village or congregation be not able to maintain the poverty thereof that then by the discretion of the chief governor of the country such poor people be sent to some richer congregation where they may be relieved another point of this law ought to be for the election and appointing of deacons as is aforesaid and that they be by their oath enjoined diligently to search out what things every man needeth and that they faithfully to their power give it to them and to make an account of their receipts and payments to the ministers of the word and elders the third point that it be forbidden to give alms privately and that all men be exhorted that they will rather according to god's commandment and the ordinance of the holy ghost commit their alms to the church and to the ministers appointed for that purpose than after their own natural pride distributed themselves contrary to god's word and the institution of the holy ghost the fourth point is that they cause to be restored for the relief of the poor such gifts as were offered by our elders to christ if any yet remain and the fewer of those gifts shall be found remaining the greater pensions to be set on rich benefices for the relief of the poor in recompense of the fourth part of the revenues of all churches that is due by so many canons 
the fifth point that great pains be set on them that shall blaspheme this most holy institution of the holy ghost or that shall go about to pull any man from it and if any man shall think anything to be corrected in the deacons and the provision for the poor that he first warn the deacons thereof and if they will not follow his reasonable warning that he declare the matter to the minister of the word and the elders that in all things the authority of god's word may be of force and the wicked pride of men who can allow nothing that is ordained of god may be resisted in every place and in time and so it may be the easier obtained of the people of christ whereby the little ones of christ may so liberally be provided for as we may at length joyfully hear come ye blessed of my father and receive the kingdom that is prepared for you from the beginning of the world i was hungry and ye gave me to eat etc and it is not enough for the liberality of christians to give only meat harbour and clothing to such as be in extreme necessity but also they ought liberally to give of the gifts god hath given them wherewith godly maidens marriable who for lack of dowry remain long unmarried may be in time married and coupled with honest men and also that witty children that lack friends may be brought up to study to serve in christ's church besides good christians that lack wherewith to exercise their crafts may be therewith holpen partly by gift partly by loan as there may come profit of their arts and they may be the better able to nourish and bring up their children for the lord and to make them profitable members of the commonwealth for it is not enough for the congregations of christ to provide that men may only live but that they may live to the lord for a certain and mutual profit between themselves and of the church and commonwealth and therefore all congregations ought to provide that all those that be baptized in christ be virtuously brought up from their childhood and taught good arts that every one according to his portion may bring forth somewhat to profit the commonwealth and to declare himself to others a true and profitable member of christ an addition there be that deny not the office of the deaconry in the church of christ to be ordained by god but say such office is not of necessity for there be some congregations where all men be wealthy and there is no poverty and so no need of the deaconry that it pleaseth them so gently to grant the office of the deaconry to be the ordinance of god they deserve no thanks for if they should deny it they must other confess st paul erreth or st paul would say they err for besides he teacheth what men ought to be called to be deacons in the church of christ he saith plainly that god ordained and constituted in his church first apostles secondarily prophets thirdly teachers then those that do miracles after that those that have the gift of healing helpers governors and diversity of tongues under which name of helpers as a general word for all men that may do good in the church of christ the office of the deacons according as the interpreters on that place agreeably do testify as it is in the acts mentioned is contained now where they say there may be a church without poor and so no need of deacons so may it be said there may be a congregation wherein all may be learned in god's word and therefore no need of preachers and teachers but what a fond kind of argument is it to reason of things that may be as though they were to allege things that be only in utopia as if they were common in every country to magnify their own uncertain sophistry and to neglect the certain doctrine of god who foreseeing all things as well to come as present said ye shall always have poor among you and therefore ordain this ministry in his church of necessity not for a time but for ever to continue to have the oversight and care of the poor because there shall be poor for ever and albeit god in some particular congregation doth so bestow his benefits as many be rich and few poor yet will he not that they shall have their respect only to the poor in the same congregation but also to such as be in other congregations as appeareth by those of macedonia archaea and corinthus 
who, according to the doctrine of St. Paul and their duty, sent their charity to Jerusalem for the relief of the saints and poor brethren there. Some, again, say, why may not every man appoint his own almoner or chamberer to distribute his alms, so the poor be provided for, it forceth not how or by whom it be done. Albeit this objection be before sufficiently confounded by Master D. Busa, yet it may be added that such objections proceed of affection and private gain, which may do much with worldly men, and not of a zeal to advance God's glory. For Christian men that seek to serve God their Lord and Master, and not their own commodity and affections, when they know his will, pleasure, and ordinance, search no further, but as good subjects and servants, by all means labour to do and fulfil the same. They dispute not why God hath ordained or commanded this or that, nor think this might be otherwise done than God hath devised, or that he hath done, is not of necessity. They know his will and pleasure, declared by his word, is an unchangeable law, whereunto nothing may be added or diminished, but ought to be obeyed of all his servants, that he hath made nothing in vain, but, as he is the very wisdom itself, and foreseeth what is best for his, so hath he most wisely and most necessarily ordained this ministry of the deaconry in his church. Yea, they be most certain that, as there be in man's body diverse members, not all of one sort, but some more profitable than some, and yet all requisite and necessary to make a perfect body, so in the church of Christ there be diverse members, ministries, and vocations, preachers, teachers, elders, and deacons, etc., who, albeit they be not of like authority and degree, yet be they all requisite and necessary to the edifying of a godly and perfect church of Christ. Neither will any of Christ's servants thrust himself, not being lawfully called, into any ministry, or seek to come into it by the window, as thieves and murderers do, but will tarry till he may enter by the door, till he be ordinarily called of the church of Christ, as Stephen and the rest of the deacons in the primitive church were for all good men will fear lest when they either do anything contrary to god's ordinance or meddle with that whereunto they be not ordinarily called the plague of god will fall on them as it did upon the like by just judgment in time past nadab and abihu the children of aaron took their senses put a strange fire therein and offered to god but because they did it contrary to the ordinance of god the fire came from the lord and destroyed them Uzzah, because he set his hand to stay up the ark of the Lord, that it should not fall, albeit the deed simply considered was good, yet because he meddled with that office whereunto he was not ordinarily called and appointed, God plagued him with death. King Uzziah, because he would be busy in other men's vocation, offering incense to the Lord's, which pertained to the ministry of the children of Aaron, and not to his, was stroken with leprosy. The wise man saith in the Proverbs, There is a way that seemeth to a man just and right, but the end bringeth to death. When men leave the ways of God, and occupy their busy brains about things besides or contrary to God's word, they fall at length clean from God, and become godless. Therefore men ought to take heed, and to leave their uncertain fantasies, and cleave unto the certain word of God, whereunto whosoever leaneth cannot stumble, whosoever followeth cannot err, and he that walketh therein shall at length come to the eternal kingdom, which is prepared for all such as love and follow God remember the poor and god will remember you forget the poor and god will forget you end of a treatise how by the word of god christian men's alms ought to be distributed by martin Busser.